You're listening to the Crossing DE podcast from The Crossing in Milton, Delaware, a community dedicated to developing devoted followers of Jesus. Imagine what it would be like if the Bible had never been translated into English. If there was no English translation of the Bible, and that anything that you knew from the Bible that you knew about God or Jesus had to be told to you by someone else who could read it and explain it to you, but you couldn't read it for yourself. You couldn't, couldn't open the word and understand it and read it. That's the reality for millions and millions of people today who speak a language into which the Bible has not yet been translated. When I first heard this, I was kind of shocked. I said, it's the 21st century. <laughs> Are you telling me there's languages that don't have the Bible? There's languages that no one's translated the Bible into. But it's true, and the reason is because there's so many languages spoken in the world today. There's actually over 7,000 different languages that are in use today. And of those 7,000, uh, only a little more than 700 of them have the entire Bible translated into them. There's about 1,800 languages where there's a need for translation. There's a need for the Bible. Uh, and not a single verse has been translated. And in fact, no work even has begun in those languages. So as I mentioned at the beginning of the sermon, we're with pioneer Bible translators. And uh, along with, you know, in cooperation with a number of other organizations, we're working to end Bible poverty for everyone in the world. We're working to translate the Bible into every language that is in use today. And it's a big task, but I'll be honest, we're, we're kind of nearing the end. The end is in sight. Even with those kind of scary statistics, there's a lot of excitement in the Bible translation movement and community. There's a lot of collaboration, and there's a lot of funding going into this right now. And we're realistically looking at, within our lifetimes, having translated the Bible uh, into every language that needs it. Uh, within our lifetime. So there's a lot of excitement about this too. As I said, for the last 12 years, my wife and I have been in Tanzania, East Africa, where our organization has been working to translate the Bible in 18 of the languages, of the local languages there in Tanzania. And it's been so exciting for us to be a part of it. Uh, we're support people, I do IT, my wife is teaching missionary kids and member care, and we've seen the publication of the New Testament in 13 of those languages. We've got three of those languages uh, that are very close to finishing the entire Bible, and we've got, uh, we've got some new work that we just started in the last few years. So much excitement uh, just, to, just to see people have the Word of God in their language for the first time, to be able to open it some of these are communities where there are little or no Christians, as you can imagine. They don't have the Bible. Uh, and so the impact, the first time that they read, some, imagine the scriptures that we read this morning. These are some of the, I mean, these are incredible scriptures. Imagining hearing for the very first time that, that passage from John chapter 1. It's incredible. So we're with Pioneer Bible Translators. Now, every time we come back here, uh, people ask us, how long are you going to be in Tanzania? Um, and we usually say, we don't know, because we don't have a contract. We're just there. We didn't really even pick Tanzania. You know, we, we were just following the Lord's lead and, and ended up there. And so we've always just said we're there until, until God calls us elsewhere, really. And uh, 
I wanted to share some big news with you this morning, which is that we, we actually feel like God has called us elsewhere to, to make a, a big transition in our ministry and in our lives. So for the last three or four years, I've been doing my work in Tanzania with Pioneer Bible. And in addition to that, I've been working at the international level within the same organization as the International Field Technology Coordinator. It's been an opportunity for me to work with all of our teams worldwide in kind of building capacity for our technology resources that are so critical to the translation work that we do. Out of that has come an opportunity for me to join our field ministry team, which is based in northern Italy, and to be involved more at the leadership level within the organization, and to be involved at the international level, uh, assisting all of our teams around the world to see our translations be a success and be in use. And so when this opportunity was first presented to me, to be honest, Emily and I were both kind of reluctant, because we love Tanzania. We love the people there. We love the work and our team. I mean, we've been there 12 years, most of our adult lives. Our kids have grown up there. It's, it's our home, really. And so the prospect of leaving was very daunting. But as we prayed about it and thought about it, we really felt like it was the right time. For one thing, the work that I've been doing to set up IT systems uh, is all in place and working smoothly. And that's what's enabled me to be doing this international work part-time anyway, is that the IT work is not really full-time because things are really running quite smoothly. Also, as I mentioned, several of our projects are going to be ending in the next few years as we complete the entire Bible. And in fact, we're, we're, we're looking at ending, completing more translations than starting new ones. And so as we kind of phase out the work uh, there in Tanzania, um, it seemed like the right time. This is also the first year that Emily is not actually involved in teaching other missionary kids. So her leaving won't really affect the other families the way it would literally any other year since we've been there. So it kind of seemed like the right time. Um, you know, it's Italy, so my, my dad was pretty supportive of that move. And what we're going to be doing is looking at uh, transitioning to that role and, an, and a new role in the organization there. Looking forward to new responsibilities, um, you know, new challenges, and, uh, you know, not really looking forward to learning a new language because language learning is very hard. But... It's going to be a good change for our family. And so we're, we're excited about it, even as we're kind of sad to, to be leaving Tanzania. Uh, that's kind of the big, the big transition, the big change for us. But in addition to that, as you might know, my wife Emily is pregnant, uh, expecting our third. Uh, and so she's due May 1st, here in a few weeks. In fact, she's not here this morning. She's just resting at home. And so she's, uh, she's going to be having, uh, we're having a girl. Um, and... We're here in the States right now, really, for that purpose. But it's also an opportunity to kind of explain this transition and talk about, talk about what, what we're doing. So our plan is, Lord willing, if all goes smoothly with the birth and that the baby's healthy and everything, we should be ready to leave here uh, by September. And we'll go directly to Italy to begin a new chapter of our lives and a new chapter of our ministry uh, with Pioneer Bible Translators based there. That's a strategic hub that is serving all of our projects worldwide. And so it's exciting. Uh, we really would love for you guys to, to keep praying for us. You know, this church, we're really a living link here. You guys uh, are our main supporters and our prayer, you know, supporters. And we, we are so thankful for that. And uh, we know you guys have our backs and you'll continue in that way. And so it's really with confidence that we can make this transition because we've got such great support from the church here. 
One question that might come up is, what about Team Tanzania, the short-term team that Hannah has been putting together to send uh, a team to help out with childcare during the branch meetings in Tanzania? The quick answer is, we want that to continue. Even if we're not there in Tanzania, this church has invested a lot in the work in Tanzania through us. And really, we're still a part, we're still connected to that ministry, just kind of at the international level. And so we would love to see that continue. Hannah is, uh, is planning to continue with that and put a team together for this fall. And actually, we, in, in years to come, Emily and I hope to kind of join that team, because we're going to be looking for any opportunity to go back to Tanzania, you know, to visit. And so Team Tanzania is still on. And you know, we'll see where that takes us in the future, but that's the, uh, that's the immediate plans for, for continuing with short-term trips uh, from this church to Tanzania. One more quick thing. We've got planned a kind of a missions night on July 6th. So we're letting you know now so you can get on your calendar. I don't actually have the time right now, but it'll be that night, the night of July 6th. We're going to do a little missions night. If you want to learn more about our ministry, our transition. Uh, we're going to kind of have a celebration, really, uh, as we reflect on 12 years in Tanzania and all that we've been able to kind of experience and, and learn there, as well as kind of explain in more detail about what our new roles are going to look like. So you're invited to come to that missions night on July 6th. Thank you guys so much for your support, for your love. Many of you I've known my entire life, so we're, you guys are absolutely family to us. And knowing that you guys have our backs while we are serving in this way is a huge encouragement to us. So we love you guys, and we thank you. Don. Thank you for listening. And don't forget to subscribe. For more information about The Crossing, visit thecrossingde.com or download the mobile app on the Apple App Store or Google Play. Music for today's podcast is from artist Sounds Like Sander, under license from soundstripe.com.